Welcome to Inspiring Teachers. I'm your host, Kimberly Burkhart. I'm an educator and mindset and life coach with over 20 years experience in the field. If you want to reignite your passion for teaching, reignite your students' passion for learning, and create a classroom community where you and your students feel content and inspired, then this podcast is for you. Let's ditch those Sunday night blues for you and your students. Hey, teachers. So today we're going to talk about mindset. And you might be like, what? Why are we talking about mindset? Um, I thought I knew what mindset was. And I recently went through um, some a coaching course. I am now a certified mindset and life coach. And I'm like, I've got this. I know how to work through my feelings <laughs> and my mindset. I was wrong. I was so wrong. And this um, course that I went through all spring um, really opened up my eyes and really helped me make some huge life decisions and change my attitude about things. Um, so I'm going to share that with you today because not only does it affect you as a teacher, but it affects your students as well. Um, your mindset is affecting your students. And once you understand it and you're working through this cycle yourself, you can help your kids work through this cycle. So I want you to think about it in, a, in five steps. We don't even notice that we do this. Um, it's been referred to as the unconscious cycle, um, something that just happens automatically. Your your brain just automatically goes to neg negative. Excuse me. That is just how we're wired. Um, so it's retraining your brain to be more positive. And you might be like, no, I'm a positive person. Yeah, I was too. <laughs> and I was still doing this. So I want you to really listen to this. And I want you to sit down later and work some of these out on paper and see if you can see what your cycles are. So let me tell you about this cycle. So first of all, there's the facts, like hardcore facts, circumstances, data, like you can't argue with it. Then there's number two, what you're making that mean how you're taking those facts and data and what you're making it mean. Then there's your, like, how is that making you feel? So you've had this reaction to the facts. Now, how do you feel about that? And then based on those feelings, my goodness, working with children, you know, our culture runs on emotions. And that's really not where our actions should, should go from. But at least we can try to change those emotions so that we can react in a better way. And then when you have those, uh, you have those emotions, number four is how you react because of those emotions. And number five is what are the effects because of how you reacted? So my, one of my first coaching sessions, um, it was a pod. We were on Zoom. I volunteered and I'm like, oh, I've got a good one because they didn't want it business related. They wanted it um, just anything, any, any topic. So it was the end of the school year and I was really struggling with parents. And they're like, okay, so, you know, tell us what's going on. And I thought I had this cycle down already. I'm like, well, the fact is like parents, parents don't support me. Parents don't support teachers anymore. And she's like, okay, tell me more. So I went on and on about some things that had happened. Um, I, I had a, I started talking about how parents um, were a little tougher this year. And I had had a lot of messages, emails, trouble with parents that I had never had before. And I'm like, you know, it's just society. It's the way things are going. Parents just don't respect teachers anymore. And I don't know why this is happening. Um, so my coach, my teacher, actually, like, she's like, okay, so parents don't support you. She goes, is that a fact? Is that data? Do you have anything to prove that? I'm like, well, that's what it seems like. She's like, that's what you're making it mean. She's like, what happened? There must have been one thing that happened that made you feel this way. 
And I'm like, well, the final straw when I really got angry was when a parent that I had been very supportive of sent me a really sharp, nasty message. It wasn't really directed at me. It was about some other problem that happened in the building. I said, but it was like a slap in the face to me because I've been so good to her. And this message that I received that was so harsh, even though it wasn't directed to me, it just ruined my entire day and it just popped my balloon. She's like, okay, so you got one harsh message from a parent. That's, that is the fact. I was like, yes, that is the fact. And she said, you're making that mean that parents don't support you anymore. It's like, yeah. She's like, okay, how does that make you feel? It's like, makes me feel frustrated. Like I'm bending over backwards. And then I get a message like this. She's like, okay. So when you're frustrated and you feel that way, how are you reacting? What are you going and doing? I was like, well, honestly, I'm not the best teacher that day or that moment right after. I'm hurt. And I just, I might not be, I'm not necessarily mean to the students, but I'm just not my normal self. And the kids can tell. And I also avoid parents. Like, I might like not communicate as much for a while because I'm like, well, geez, well, I'm going to stop bending over backwards for them. Like, I, I go above and beyond and I'm not going to do that anymore. Um, so really my, my reaction was, you know, I had a negative attitude in class, which for me wasn't terrible, but my kids could see it because I wasn't my normal self. Um, and I was avoiding parent communication because I was just her. So what are the effects of those reactions? Well, guess what? I'm getting more and more separated from those parents. So now the next time there's an issue, the next parent might be a little harsh too because I've kind of broken that communication with them. And the kids are going to have more behavior issues because I'm not being my normal self. Do you see how this is going to go in a circle? And what's going to happen? I'm going to get another message from a parent again. And then we're going to go through the cycle over and over and over again. I'm sure something is popping into your head right now. Like, oh my gosh. <laughs> yes. I'm either it's something, it might be very similar to the, dis, uh, the situation I just described, or maybe it's something totally different. How do we get out of these cycles? So the first thing you need to do is you need to identify what's going on. Um, I didn't think I needed to do this. I thought it was a waste of time, but I sit down every day and I write out one of these cycles or two. So it can be about your family life, things at home, um, household things, financial things, um, friendships, your your extended family. It could be school. It can be any side jobs you have or hobbies, anywhere where there's things that are just bugging you. You're having negative emotions. So what we're really doing is we're mapping them out. Where did those emotions even come from? What was the data that started all of this? So I highly urge you when you're done, even if you need to listen to this again, I want you to get out a piece of paper. You could write this down right now if, you if you're able to. If you're driving, don't do it. Wait till later. You can listen to this again. Just make a list. One, two, three, four, five. Number one, you're going to put facts. Two, what are you making those facts mean? Three, how does that make you feel? Four, how do you react when you feel that way? And five, what are the effects when you react that way? Now, here's the thing. This is going to be messy. The reason why I want you to write out all five is because you're not always going to start with the fact. 
you might just start with an emotion or you might start with what you're making something mean. Number two, it might take you a little bit to get the facts, to get the data out of there and find out what really set you off. Because I was making the fact that parents didn't support me. I was making that a fact. And guess what? It was one parent. Maybe there was like two other parents in the entire grade level that I felt a little disrespected by, but there were so many wonderful parents who loved and supported and respected me. And I was throwing them all in the same category because I was hurt. So work through that. Um, And if you want guidance on this, come on over to my Teachers Inspiring Teachers Facebook page and let me know. I would love to help you through this. Um, I'd actually like to make this something where we can meet online and we can I can help talk you through this um, because I love coaching people through this cycle. What I love even more is coaching you through the next part. So now we're going to talk about, okay, so you're stuck in this cycle. What do we do? How do we get out of this? So the second part, we want to change this the psych from the cycle where you don't even realize it's going on, it's happening like subconsciously, to something that you are doing on purpose. Okay, this is the purposeful cycle. So now we want to do that one through five again. Write it out again. Number one, the facts. Two, what are you making it mean? Three, how does it make you feel? Four, how do you react? And five, what are the effects of your actions? So the facts are going to be the same. Copy them right over from your first cycle that you did. But now make it mean something different. Before I made mine mean that parents don't support me. So I need to change that to I have a parent who is having a hard day. Or I have a parent who's feeling like they're frustrated and they're not being communicated with and they're not getting support. So change your thinking. Change what you're making the data mean, the facts mean. So then when I look at it the other way and I look at, okay, this parent that sent me this nasty message, they're not sending it because they're mad at me, but I was the person that was easiest to contact and I got their wrath when they weren't taking the 24-hour rule or even an hour rule to calm down or even reread what they wrote. So what is this saying about this parent and what is the problem that's going on and and taking it off of me? So it came down to the fact that this parent didn't feel supported and didn't feel like their child was being respected and they were frustrated. So this made me, this changed my frustration and it turned it more into an inspiration. Like I want to help this parent. I want to help this child. Something is going wrong in their day that's making them very upset. So I realized their frustration was just kind of getting transferred to me when it wasn't even my problem. So it gave me some sympathy and some inspiration to want to help them. So then what is the, how how am I going to react now when I'm coming from that place? I'm going to reach out to that parent and say, hey, you know, I'm not really sure what's going on. I'm so sorry that you're upset. Can you can you clarify for me more um, what you're talking about? I will talk to your kiddo about this. Um, and then that parent probably by now has had time to calm down. And they're really going to appreciate the fact that you gave them grace and you took a moment to realize 
they're really passionately upset about something that happened with their child and you are reaching out for more information. Guess what? That parent's going to treat you with a lot more respect next time. You're going to go handle the problem that happened that got this parent upset to begin with. And how is that going to come back around in the cycle? There's going to be less problems because that parent knows and respects you, hopefully, unless they're a parent that walks all over you. (laughs) That's a whole nother cycle. So you can use this with so many things. You can use this for simple things. I even use it like, okay, like I don't take care of like making appointments. I'm terrible. I don't make appointments. I don't call people back. I have like these things that I'm supposed to do that I don't want to do. I did a thought cycle on this because I'm like, okay, so what are the facts and and why am I avoiding this task? Because it's just making it worse. And now I have a whole pile of things I have to take care of. So it can be anything, something about yourself, your life, your work habits, your teaching habits that's driving you absolutely insane and you want to improve on or you feel like it's hopeless, work through that cycle. And don't expect to get the cycle right the first time. It, it takes a while to get good at that. Uh, but like I said, I'd really like that to be something that I can help all of you with. So if that's something that you're interested in, please send me a message, get a hold of me. Um, I'd love to talk about that. So here's the beauty of this. When you get good at this and you've used it on yourself, sit down with your students and show them, be vulnerable. Take something, not anything that they shouldn't know about, you know, that's inappropriate, but take something that they will resonate with about, you know, reading a book or getting an assignment done um, because you have assignments to get done as a teacher as well. And, um, you know, what 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 is the data? Um, I have an assignment that's due tomorrow and I should have started it sooner. What are you making that mean? I do this every time. I'm such a procrastinator. There's no way I'm going to get this done. I'm a terrible person. I'm not good at school. I'm not smart. And then how does that make you feel? Frustrated? There's probably a lot of emotions there. Disappointed in yourself? It's probably a better one. So have those kids, have the kids talk about like the emotions that come out when they're making meaning out of data. They can't change the circumstances. They can't change the fact that they waited too long to get something done, but they can change how they're thinking about it to, there's no way I can do this to, you know what, I'm going to do my best and I'm going to try hard to get this done. And then they might feel determined. And you can show them the two very different ways when you react out of one feeling, when you're down on yourself and you're calling yourself terrible things, you're disappointed in yourself, you'll tend to buffer, right? (laughs) As adults, how many of us buffer all weekend long? You bring that school bag home and there's, oh, well, there's sports or there's apple picking or there's Netflix or there's baking to do or I have to clean the house or I have to fold laundry. And next thing you know, it's Sunday night at eight o'clock and you haven't touched things that need to be done. If you get this done right away and that's not you, congratulations. <laughs> still after 20 years of teaching, I was still doing this. I actually really got good at not bringing things home, but we'll save that for another episode as well. So show the kids how they, that that you have those same things, that this is not something they're going to struggle with just in school. 
Like this is going to happen in their adult lives too. So a lot of kids who think, oh, well, this is just a school issue and I'm not good at school and I'm not going to go to college and I'm going to do something different. Well, all these things still affect you as an adult there. You still have to work and make money. You still have to pay your bills. You still have to make important phone calls and take care of things. And kids need to understand that there's always going to be something that they don't want to do, or there's going to be something that gets them upset um, and how to work through those mindset cycles. So try it with the whole group of kids and then try it with individual kids as they're struggling. And I think this will really help instead of telling kids change your attitude, they don't even know what attitude they have. And they think that their attitude is totally justified. Like think about when you're upset and you have an attitude, you can totally justify it, right? <laughs> this cycle really makes you look like look at it and go, oh, I didn't really need to have those thoughts about this. And I really didn't need to get to those emotions. I could have changed how what I was making it mean and then I would have had better emotions and I would have had a much better reaction. So that's it in a nutshell for today, friends. Um, try it. I want to hear how it goes and what you think. Um, and let me know if you need me to help you walk you through it. That wraps up today's episode. Remember, if you love today's show, I'd love for you to give a review, give it a like and share it with someone who needs it. If you want to learn more, you can follow me on Facebook, Teachers Inspiring Teachers. And I will have more info coming soon with a amazing website and some courses that you can take. I can't wait to share it with you all. Thanks for joining me.